Every time you come here to this place, you need to come with your heart full of joy. Because where the Lord is, then there is miracle, deliverance, salvation, and all the blessings. Amen? Glory to God. I'm so happy to see you all here today. And also we have, uh, what I think, just one visitor today for the first time. We have Lillian's mother, uh, Diva. Would you stand up, Diva, please? Diva, may the Lord bless you. Yeah, she's here for the first time. You are more than welcome to be. Thank you for coming. Glory to God for your life. God bless you. Do we have any, anyone more for the first time here? Yeah, no? Hallelujah. Glory to God. And now we are going to prepare our hearts because God will speak into our hearts today. Amen? Hallelujah. If you can, please close your eyes. Beloved Father, we thank you for this time together. And I do pray for your holy presence speaking to our hearts. In Jesus' name, we rebuke all distraction in this place. And we ask you, Lord, for your guidance. Holy Spirit, come in this place. Move, speaking to our hearts. We want to hear your voice. Your voice alone, in Jesus' name, bring your word. Send your word today, Lord. This is our prayer. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody say, Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then today I'm going to start a new series of messages. The power of the seed. How many of you believe that God's word is powerful? Yeah. Do you believe that? Yeah. yeah. Then I'm going to start this new series and probably it's going to be three messages. Because normally our heart is full of words from God and sometimes not enough, just one serves. And then I need to preach once, twice, in three, four parts. And... But the first message in this series, today's message is, God does not answer needs. God answers faith. Do you agree with me? Yes. Maybe you, don't, you didn't understand what I said, but we are going to get. God does not answer needs. God answers faith. And from time to time, God always say to me, for me to talk about faith. And today, I want to give you a word of faith. Because I know your heart needs to have more faith. Amen? And today you will receive, pay attention to what I'm saying to you. Today you will receive one, a treasure, a revelation from God's word. That was given by Jesus. How many of you want to receive this treasure? Are you with me? Don't get distracted, okay? I'm going to say to you, don't get distracted. And not, do not allow Satan to steal away what you are about to receive today. Amen? Because... If you get this revelation that is from God's word, 
Your life can be transformed. You receive this word in your heart. If you believe in it, it will produce many fruits. And in a few days and if, or a few months ahead, you'll be able to share a testimony Amen. that what God did in your life. Amen. Because I believe, my beloved brothers, that God, he never changes. Do you believe that? Yes. The word of God will never change. This word. What Jesus did in the past, he's going to do today. Because the Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday and forever. And this is why I'm teaching that to you. Because when I look to the church and I don't see miracles frequently, something is wrong. <laughs> something is missing. Because we need to be like the primitive church. Miracles in the church should be natural, something natural that happens, happens every time the church gets together. Do you agree? Amen. If we do not see miracles happening here in the church, or better, if you don't see miracles in your life, something is missing in your life. Something's not right. How many of you believe that God is a God of miracle? Yes. How many of you believe that God, that you will experience the supernatural of God? Yes. Do you believe it? Yes. I want to encourage you, beloved brothers, please, when I say something, please, when I say something that you really believe in, please say amen. By amen you are saying, God, please do it because I believe it. Amen. If you don't say, sir, you, you not, you're not believing what I'm saying. Amen's, amen means so it may be. Okay? Amen. Then when you believe it, say, Lord, I really believe. And I am, I am full of expectation for the next day's. For the next months and for the next year. I am full of expectation. Because I know that God has great things to perform here among us. Amen. Hallelujah. And he's going to do many things through you and through me in this town and in this church. Amen. Greater things are to come. Look to the person next to you and say, great things are to come. Yeah. Yes, but great things are to come. But if we are not connected with the Holy Spirit and full of God's word, we will miss out what God has prepared for us. Because you have promises of God doesn't mean that you will receive. And this is what I'm going to teach you today. We all have promises. Do you have promises from God? Are you waiting some promise of God? 
We all have promise from God, but miracles are the result of a heart full of faith. In this series of message, we will learn through the word of God that God does not answer needs. God answers what? God does not answer? God answers? Why? Have you seen the world is full of needs? Everybody has need. The world is full of needs, but God only answers to those who have faith. There are many people, they are crying. They are full of needs. Their life are destroyed. But we are going to see that God are answering those who have faith. And also, we need to understand that God, he, he will answer when you have this word inside of your heart. And then you believe it. And God starts working through you. Because he answers faith. We often think that if you really need something, God will do it because we need. And some people look at us and say, ah, wait in God. God is in control. Have you heard that? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> people look at us, oh, just rest. God is in control. Look, brothers, God does not answer needs. He answers what? Faith. Faith. It's not because you need something that God will do. Because everybody has need. And also, just for you to understand, we all need to be saved, right? Okay? Are you with me? Would you like to be saved? We all need to be saved. But God will only save those who believe. Yes. God's desire. You are going to read in this Bible. Blood brothers. Psh, don't get distracted, okay? Yeah, don't, don't talk now, please. Yeah. God's desire. It's all that all men should be saved, Right? But it is the faith that leads the person to salvation. God wants, you, God wants everybody here to be saved. God wants everybody outside of this building saved. But who will you be saved? Who will you be saved? The one who believes. Or the righteous should live by faith. Or Ephesians 2.8 says, we, by faith we are saved. You are saved by faith, not by deeds, but by works. It's by faith. God wants to save everybody. Do you believe that? God wants to bring salvation. But who God will save? Those who have faith. Did you know, not even Jesus... Could perform miracles in his hometown. Have you read before that? Yeah. Even Jesus, he could not perform miracles in, in his hometown. Because of the unbelief of the people. And I want to read Mark 6, verse 1 and 5. If you want to, please follow me on the screen. It says, 
Jesus left that part of the country and returned with his disciples to Nazareth, his hometown. Read with me. And because of their unbelief, he could not do any miracle among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them. Blood brothers, Jesus performed miracle everywhere. When you read this Bible, everywhere he, went, he used to go, in Jerusalem, in Samaria, in many places, he performed miracles. But the Bible says he could not do any miracle where? In his hometown. He wanted, but he was prevented for. He wanted, but he was prevented for it because of their lack of faith. Then this is why I'm preaching to you. It's not because you have a need. Because you need something that God will perform. God does not answer needs. He answers faith. Say to the person next to you, God answers faith. He has all the power to perform miracles, right? Jesus has all the power to perform miracles. He wants to do it. But your unbelief and my unbelief can prevent God from performing these miracles. And now I gave this introduction to you. And now we are going to go to the word. Let's now look at the power of the seed. This is what I'm going to teach you today. The power of the seed. Because you are receiving a seed today. Amen? What are you receiving? One seed. Let's uh, read in the book of Mark. In the book of Mark, we have the parable of the sower. And... Uh, I know you are very familiar with this parable of the sower. Have you read before? The parable of the sower. Yes or not? Yes. Yeah. And I want you to read some verse. Mark chapter 4. We're going to read from verse 4, 5, 6, and 2, 8. Let's read all together, please. Then Jesus said, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. And the birds came and it, uh, it it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. Sprang up quickly. But the soil was shallow. Verse 6. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Here is speaking about some of you, okay? Be connected. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and shook shook the plants so that they did not bear grain. Still, other seed fell on good soil. It came up, 
grew and produced a crop. Some multiplying 30, some 60, some hundreds time. Wow. I love this parable. I have read this parable more than 100 times. Just to preach to you, I, I read a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, to get that. Uh, this is why I needed three, three Sundays to preach to you. Hallelujah. Later on, Jesus gave this parable. Oh, look, this parable talks about you, okay? About you. Don't think about others. Don't think about those who didn't come. Because you are receiving what? A seed today. Jesus said this parable later on. His disciple asked Jesus, what did it mean? And Jesus said to them, verse 13. Look what Jesus said. Read, read together, please. Don't you understand this parable? How then will you understand again? Don't you understand this parable? How then you will understand any other parable? Psh, this parable is a key for you to understand the Bible. This parable is a key. If you don't understand this parable, you're going to have trouble to understand many other things. Jesus said that. If you don't understand, you not understand any other parables. This parable is a treasure. Please, you are going to read this parable at least 10 times for next Sunday, okay? <laughs> yeah. Once is not enough. <laughs> because this parable is a treasure. If you don't understand it, you are, you go, you are in trouble. Jesus said, if you don't understand this, how do you understand other teachings? This is why many people come to church, don't understand the teaching, and the things don't happen. Because we need to understand it. And Jesus said, the sower sows the word. Okay? Jesus said, the sower sows the word. And that is what I am doing today. Okay? Jesus said, the sower sows the word. The sower is sowing the seeds. This is what I am doing today. I am sowing seeds. Are you going to get it? Yes. I am sowing seeds. And Jesus taught in this parable that there are four kinds of people. That who receive the word of God. And you are one of them. There are, there are just how many kind of people? Four. Just four. There's no five, no three. It's four kind of people. And you are one of them. And verse 14 and 15. The sower sows the seed. Pay attention. You are not reading the Bible, okay? This is not speaking when you are reading your Bible. The sower sows the seed. Did you get? Yes. When you come here, someone is sowing the seeds. The sower. 
The sower is the farmer. He's someone that is preaching the gospel. He's teaching. And you receive it from the teaching of God's word. Amen? Amen. And the, verse 14. 4.14. The sower sows the word. And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. But brothers, there are four kinds of people in the church. And you are one of them. You are the one who received that the seed go along the way. Or maybe you are among the thorns. Or the rocky place. Or you are the good soil. Which one are you? Now you're going to see. Wait. <laughs> Don't answer now. Yeah. Because there are these two, four kinds. The sower sows the word of God. And what Jesus said, Satan, no, verse 14, please, or 15, verse 15, please, again. The sower sows the word of God, and these are the ones by the wayside. When they hear, what happens? Satan comes immediately. Huh? Jesus said, please look at me. Jesus said, Satan comes immediately and tries to snap at the words that was sown into a person's heart. Do you know that, what that means? The devil comes immediately after you receive the word of God. Don't think, oh, no, I am in a holy place. <laughs> that means, Jesus said, it's not Pastor Mars, sorry, if you think differently. But that means that the devil is already, is already here. <laughs> the devil is already here. He said that he comes immediately. Immediately. As soon as I, the sower sows the seed. Doesn't care. Satan doesn't care. How are you? Or doesn't care if you are pretty. Or if you are handsome. Or if you are talented. If you are a new believer. If you are a leader in the house of the Lord. Satan comes always after the word. Try to steal the word. That you are receiving today. He wants to steal this word. Jesus said. As soon as I teach you something. The devil will come to try to distract you. And to steal the word of God from your heart. As soon as I preach to you. Satan will come. Satan will come trying to distract you. For you to get distracted. In order to not receive the word of God. Because he's trying to go after the word. 
He wants to steal, to eat, to snap the word of God. Why he tried to do that, my beloved brothers? Why? Do you know why? Are you with me? Do you know why Satan comes quickly, immediately? Why? Because Romans 10, 17, the apostle Paul said, faith comes, faith comes, faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Faith comes by hearing. And if you don't receive this word, Satan will take it out. And then what is going to happen in your life? You are not going to produce any fruit. Any fruit. Because just the good soil will produce 30, 60, and 100 fold. In another words, God's word. God's word that we are sowing today is filled with faith. And to have faith, you must to listen it and to take it in. Amen? You have to listen and say, yes, I receive it. If you let the devil steal the word out from your heart, you will be a weak and defeated and a low-impact Christian. And also, this is why there are many lukewarm Christians, even the church. They are in the church, but they are lukewarm. Why? Because always Satan steal the word from your heart. You have no pleasure to listen to the word. You receive the word, and you go out of this place the same way. Next week, you are doing the same mistake that you did weeks ago. That's why the devil is doing everything for you. Look what I'm going to say. That's why the devil is doing everything for you not to come to church. That's why he's doing everything for you not to go to the service. That's why he's doing everything for you not to go to the cell meeting. Why? What we are going to see in the cell meeting this week? About this word again. And Satan is going to say to you, don't go to the cell meeting. Because the word has been preached, sold. And this word can produce faith. Faith comes by hearing. And you have to listen it. And if, it, if he steals the word from your heart, you will never be a strong Christian. Amen? Who is full of faith? Or who will experience supernatural things. If he steals this word from your heart, you are going to be a lukewarm Christian. Always repeating the same problems. Never being used by the Lord. But here we have good soil. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. Why? Because the word of God, the word builds us up. Amen? It brings us into our inheritance in Christ. It is, a, it is our light in the dark place. It is our food for our spirit. Can you say amen? amen? This is the word of God. The second kind of people are those seeds that fall in the rock soil. The first one 
It was along the way. The seed went along the way and Satan came quickly. But there are some people. Maybe you are in, the, in this kind of people that, that you receive the word of God. Let's read 16 and verse 17. There are, these likewise are those ones sown on stony ground who when they heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. Amen? Are you with me? Receive with gladness. And they have no root in themselves. So endure only for a time. Do you know some people? They listen to the word say, Yes! God will do. I believe Jesus. After one week, he's defeated again. He's doing the same mistakes. No faith in their hearts. Just two days, three days only. Because Jesus said, afterward when tribulation, persecution arise, for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. This is the second kind of people. Are those who get excited. When they listen to the pastor, they say, Hallelujah! When they listen to the pastor, they say, Oh, I believe. These words is for, it's for me. I, I, take, I take it. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday. Pfft, everything destroyed. Again. Yeah. Why? Because they don't have enough root system. You are not strong in, your, in the root system. You don't know. You don't go deeply in the, to the word of God. This is why you need to read, 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 read 10, 20 times. Amen. <laughs> you are going to receive it today, one, one revelation that God gave me. Yeah, I'm going to give you for free. I studied a lot, and I'm going to give you for free. Why this is going to work? But that's at the end of the message. Wait. <laughs> when persecution, affliction, problems comes, problems will come, my beloved brothers. Problems will come, persecution. But... If you are not have this not root system strong, you're gonna fall. Let's go to the third kind of people, the person, third kind of person, are those who are sown among thorns. Okay, verse 18, 19. Still others, like seeds sown among thorns, hear the word, but what? The worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desires for things come in and choke the word, make it unfruitful. Or these are the kind of people they accept it, they receive it, but then they have some troubles. The worries of the life, 
the deceptions of the wealth. You are so intense in to have money, to buy things, to save money, to do things. This is what Jesus said. Then the word of God will not work in your life. Why? Because of these worries of life. Oh, you are always looking for money. Money is the suffering that you are going after. Oh, I need to go. I need to have more. I need to have more followers. I need to, to do more. I need to receive more. And then, oh, yes. And Satan, going to take it out from your heart. Make it unfruitful. You received a good seed, but it was unfruitful. No fruit. The word doesn't take roots, stronghood. Then, but there is another kind and the last kind of people. Uh, verse 20. Others like seeds sown on good soil. Heard the word, accept it, and produce a crop. Some 30, some 60, some 100 times what was sown. Wow. Are you this kind of people? Woo. Jesus speak about this kind of people who received the, the word of God. The seed falls in a good ground and produce harvest. This is what the word of God should produce in you. Where is the fruit in your life? Are you awake? Are you in fire? Are you expecting for miracles? Are you with this kind of fire in your heart? Or, oh, let's see what's going to happen. Why do some people have harvest? Why others produce nothing? Why some people always have testimony and others nothing to share? Why? If the seed is planted, pay attention. If the seed is planted on a good soil, the earth produces the fruits. Our part is to get the seed in a good ground and to keep it there. Or you receive the word of God, you believe it, and you keep it confessing it. What you believe. Why? Because there is life in the seed. What I'm teaching you, there is life. There is life. It's inside of the seed. And it you produce if you just put it in the soil of your heart. Not your mind. In the soil of your heart. For example, I have here with me one seed. I have with me one seed. Do you know what seed is it? <laughs> no. No. Tulip. Tulip bulb. Yeah. I have here the entire blueprint of one beautiful flower, right? The entire blueprint. 
It's all locked inside of it. All everything. Look at me, please. Inside of it, there is a beautiful flower. Inside of it abides the leaves. Gorgeous colors of tulips. It is inside. Even its aroma. It is inside of it. Do, do you love tulips? I love it. Every year, I plant some tulips bulb at home. And I'm, it's, now it's time to plant, November. I invite you to go to my house in March or April. And you are going to see my tulips. Or maybe I'm going to show you the pictures of it. Okay? It's all inside of the seed. All inside. There is life. Do you believe that there is life in the word of God? Yes. Do you, there is life here. This is what the Bible says. The sower. The preacher. Preach the seeds. Sower the seeds. And the seed has life. If you just plant it. If you, if you get, if you get, if you, if I say, would you like to have this tulip bulb? Would you like to have it? But for you to have a tulip plant, what do you have to do? Huh, maybe you can put in your living room and say, huh, I have a tulip. Huh, look, it's beautiful. I have a tulip. Oh, it's gorgeous, beautiful. What color is it? Yellow? Red? I do not know. If I do not plant it on the soil. There is life inside of it. So it's the same about the word of God, beloved brothers. There is life in the word of God. There is life, what I am teaching you. There is life inside of the word of God. But it's not going to grow and to give any fruits if you don't receive it in the ground of your soil. And the ground of, or this kind of soil is your heart. How are you receiving the word of God? There is life here. There is healing. There is healing. There is blessing. There, there are supernatural power from the word of God. The word of God is powerful. And there are a lot of power in the word of God. But the question is, how do we get the life and the power that are looked inside of the word of God? How do you get it? How do you get this beautiful flower, you have to plant it, you have to water it, you have to take care of it, you have to, if you, if you see some insect coming, what you have to do? To destroy them. Because insects will come to destroy it. 
how can you receive everything that the God has for your life? It's simple. Plant it. Amen? Get it in the good soil of your heart. And keep it there. I repeat again, please. Listen what I said in the beginning. God does not, does not answer needs. God, God does not answer needs. God answers faith. It's not because you have a need. It's not because you are sick. It's not because you have a problem. It's not because you need a document. It's not because you, you have a trouble in your family. It's not because you have a trouble in your mind, in your emotions. It's not because you have a trouble in your, in your marriage that God will perform a miracle in your life. This is the point. Simple. God's, promise, God's promises and miracles are the result of a heart full of faith. A heart that keeps the seed of God, and as the result, miracles flourish. Amen? I want to, to give one example from God's words about healing. Maybe you need healing. If you don't need healing, maybe one day you will need. And if you, if you, have, if you are sick or sick free, give, give glory to God. Praise Him. Because there are many people that you will give everything they have to be healed. And I want to read. I'm going to give one medicine now. One tablet. <laughs> Proverbs 4, 20, 22. Says, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my Sayings, do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For my words are what? Life to those who find. Not for everybody. For those who find them. And health for the, their, all their flesh. Hallelujah. Do you know this word, health for all their flesh, this, this is a Hebrew word for medicine. Did you know that? It's a Hebrew word for medicine. And the Bible says, pay attention to my words. Pay attention. When you turn your ears, when you keep them in your heart, not because you receive it from the pastor, but keep them in your heart. When then God's word will work as a medicine to all your flesh. Amen. This is what the Bible says. It will be medicine. God's word will be medicine like a tablet for our, but not for everybody, for those who keep it. That means that all parts of your body can receive healing. This is what the Bible says. And he said, give attention to it. Incline your ears. Get before your eyes. Keep this word before your eyes. Amen? Amen? Read it once, twice, three times, four times, five times. Keep it before your eyes. Keep it as a central focus of your life. All of this that we read here, beloved brothers, 
refer to the parable of the sower. This verse that we read right now is the parable of the sower. Did you get the point? Because if you, the Bible says, keep it before your eyes. Or in, give it attention. Plant it. And then you're going to receive what it said. You, we must keep the seed on the ground in the land of our heart. Amen? We get the seeds, the seed of God's word in the ground by hearing, by focusing on it, by giving undivided attention. This is how the word of God should enter in our heart. How many times, beloved brothers, I am sorry to say, but how many times I am here preaching, here, and I can see some of you looking around. I know everyone who is here is paying attention to me. I know. I know everyone. There are some people, they sit here, and their mind is in their, in their dinner, what they're going to eat later. I, I, can, I know everyone. I know every one of you. Sorry to say, but if you do. <laughs> that you are, you are receiving. I know. When I am preaching, don't think that I am distracted here. Huh? I am looking to every one of you. My eyes is huh? that one I can see. I can see one. Because Jesus said, it's not everyone. It's going to be good soil. Sorry. Jesus said that if there are 100 people, 25% will be good soil. 25% will be rock soil. 25% will be torn soil. And 25% and, and along the way. That's what Jesus said. How many times I'm preaching and people, they are on their mobiles? Looking. Or thinking, huh? Mm, I think pastor preached too much. <laughs> yeah. Don't, I know. <laughs> I have this revelation also. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thank you. When... Psh- when these supernatural seeds finds its way into the soil of your heart, it causes miracles. Amen. It's not for everyone. You need to get that. When this word of God, the sower, are sharing, goes into your heart and you believe it, you produce fruit. If it's no fruit, soil, sorry, you didn't get this word. You didn't receive it. You didn't keep it in your heart. It's not enough to have the word of God in your head. Or in your your mind. Have to go to your heart. Yes. It's what Jesus said. Need to go to your heart, into your heart. And you have to believe. And the seed you produce, the miracle. Faith something simple. Jesus said that we have, you need to have faith like a children. It's simple. I love some testimonies, maybe you have heard, but uh, I remember my mom's 
I have a, my mom's testimony. She was a new believer. New believer, my mom. She, had, she was in that time 50 years old, I think. And uh, she had a little lamp here in her, in her arm. And uh, she needed surgery. And she came to me and said, Marshall, can God heal this bone that is growing here? What, what should I say to her? Yes, of course, but everything is possible for those who believe. I said, yes, ma'am. It was Saturday evening. I prayed for her. I anointed her with oil. And she said, thank you, Lord, because I'm healed. And she, and she had pain, and, she, and the bone was there. It was Saturday evening. On Sunday morning, she woke up shouting and said, Marshall, 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 my, my lamp disappeared. I was, then she's just saying that God performed the miracle during the night. Also, I remember of one, one lady, Elizabeth. She came, she had insomnia and de depression for 10 years. And, uh, and she could not sleep. And she wasn't a believer. She came in the church for the first time. And she asked me to pray for her. And I prayed for her. And then she went home. Next week she came crying and say, Marcia, I was healed in that day. I started sleep after 10 years of depression and I could not sleep. I was healed. And she was a new believer. Just starting her faith. Amen. Also, where is Marilene? Marilene, where are you? Marilene, I remember. Days, months ago, Marilene came to me and said, Marcio, I have a strong pain in my arm. And also, I, had, I have a lump here that is growing. And a lot of pain. Could you pray for me? I said, sure. I prayed for her. And what happened, Marilene? Yeah, disappeared. Hallelujah. Just instantly. Okay? Beloved brothers, I want to finish with this last verse. And now it's the revelation that I'm going to give you about this, the, the, this first part of this teaching. Psalm 107, 17 to 20. Psalm 107, from 17 to 20. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquity, we were afflicted. Their soul abhorred all manner of food, and they drew near to the gates of death. Look, then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he Saved them out of their distresses. What God did? He, he sent his word and healed them. He sent his word and healed them. And delivered them from their destructions. Wow. This is a powerful verse from the word of God. God sent his word and what he did? But now it's the revelation that you're going to receive. 
every, whenever God send his word, it comes in the form of a seed. Every seed has to be planted. Beloved brothers, you are going to see that. About faith is like a mustard seed. You're going to see that about... Next week, I'm going to keep talking about But every... Whenever God send a word, he send a word in a form of a seed. This is the point. God send a word like a tulip. Can you... What is inside of this tulip? A beautiful flower, but you have to plant it. There are a lot of, a lot of seeds here. But every word that God gives you, it's in a form of a seed. Or when God gives you a seed, there is healing. There is deliverance. There is blessing. There is everything inside of the word of God. But it is a seed. And what you have to do? You have to plant it. If you, if you listen from your pastor, receive this word. But if you don't plant it, nothing will happen. This is the problem. Many people are receiving seeds. But what you are doing with the seeds? Please listen. This is God's medicine. The word of God is God's medicine. It works as a health for your flesh. But you have to follow the prescription. If you stay in the word. That are you receiving the word of God today? If you stay in the word. If you continue believing, if you grab it, and if you keep it in your heart, and the truth will set you free. You receive the truth, and the truth will set you free. But, but let's stand up, please. God's word is compared to a See it. This is the point. And many people don't know that. Because it comes in a form of a seed. And now it's your turn. What you are going to do with this seed? You receive it. It's not because you receive it. If I, if I give it to you, this tulip, means that you are going to have a tulip at home? No. What you have to do? Plant to plant it. To water, to take care of it, to kill the insects, maybe, and then the future you're going to have. Amen. 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 Also, beloved brothers, many people receive prayer for healing. When they get out of here, they say, nothing happened. What did you receive? Healing. What you have to do? Plant it. Plant it. Lord, I am healed. I like to pray for new people, new believers. I love it. Because they always they receive it quickly. Because like when we get older in the faith, we complicate everything. Yeah. Then you are receiving a seed. Now you have to plant it. Please close your eyes right now. Close your eyes. 
Oh, because you are receiving seed today. Oh, yeah, and these seeds, beloved brother, these seeds should be planted in a fertile human heart. Your heart now should be a fertile land to the word of God. And then these seeds can grow for you to overcome sickness, anxiety. Because inside of God's word, there is healing. Oh, for you to overcome our depression, our anxiety, our addiction, our fear, our obstacles. It's inside of God's word. But now you have to receive. You have to believe it. And you have to say, Lord, I am blessed. Lord, I am healed. Lord, I trust you. In Jesus' name, he started praying right now. He started, get this word, put inside of your heart. Please, now it's your turn. Start praying right now. Keep praying. Say something to the Lord right now. You know what you need. Say, yeah, say to the Lord, Lord, I, I received this seed. I planted this seed. Declare this seed is the salvation of your family. Declare this seed is the salvation of your children. Declare this seed is your healing. The healing from our infirmity. Declare right now. Start declaring. Now it's your turn. Oh, God has promised to you. He wants to perform miracles in your life. But he will answer faith. Receive this spirit of faith right now. Lord, I bless your people. Because, Lord, faith is the confidence in what we hope for, Lord. And the assurance in what we do not see, Lord. In Jesus' name, I bless your people. I declare this seed is going to grow. And it's going to produce 30, 60, and 100 times. In Jesus' name, who received this word? In Jesus' name, say amen. amen. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Oh, glory to God. Beloved brothers, did you receive a seed? Amen. This is just a seed. But the miracles are inside. Keep it, and you are going to produce many miracles. God bless you and see you next week in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.